baby, I'm a wreck. I'm a wreck. I'm a wreck. Ooh. Certain things you just can't refuse. She wanna drive me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 66 of Middle of the Row, the podcast. This week, we are doing our final new release of the year, and that is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This is an animated movie from Sony that is not connected to the MCU, but by the premise alone could easily be... um, The MCU could be taking place in just another alternative universe that is set up in this film. Can so I you think that imagine live-action people coming into the movie? <laughs> <laughs> like reverse, well, reverse, two-frame Roger Rabbit type yes. the, the Venom... The, they, they showed the, a, a clip from this movie. Uh, the, the, it's the clip where Peter B. Parker and Miles meet for the first time. Was an after-the-credits thing for Venom. And it... They use the thing, uh, there's a title card that says, Meanwhile in another universe. So they have already established that technically Venom is taking place in a Spider-Verse Yeah, like a side universe. Thing, yeah. Side universe, and they're technically all connected. So Sony is definitely playing at something here. But um, yeah, quick explanation of this movie as best as I can. It is... The, an origin story for Miles Morales becoming a Spider-Man in a... And then Kingpin. Uh, Kingpin opens up a portal that allows other Spider-Men to fall into Miles' universe from other universes. And shenanigans happen. Uh, we don't want to get into spoilers for that. Uh, that will be coming soon. But let's briefly go around the room and see what everybody thought. Ben, go quick, since you already wrote a review if people want to get a little bit more in-depth on his thoughts. Yeah, so just my, I'll summarize my review, but it was basically the animation, the humor, the action were all, you know, absolutely amazing. Uh, I, my only beef with the entire movie was that the emotional beats were a little flat, and I wish I could have gotten more out of the other spider characters, just a little more fleshed out. But that's that's a very nitpicky kind of thing with uh, with what this movie did. I don't think you want to flesh. I think we got like about the perfect amount of the three. So I would say there's two tiers here. We have Spider Peter B. Parker, who's the Spider-Man that enters Miles's. It's not the Peter Parker from his universe. That there is a Peter Parker in his universe. Um, um, is it spoiler to say to say Spider Gwen? Oh no, Spider Gwen! No, that's not a spoiler. She was in the trailer. So there's Miles Morales, Peter B. Parker, and Gwen Stacy are like tier one of the Spider people. And then I would say we get the perfect balance of Peter Parker, Noir Spider Man, Spider Man Noir. Noir, and what? What's the third one? Kenny Parker and Spider. Or. Or you mean Diva? Although technically oh, she fair, came first, um, I think. Yeah, Penny Parker was first. Yeah, but her suit looked different in the comics. Well, it's I mean, he is in the comic suit. universe, so not really. <laughs> the the actual Penny Parker suit was actually um, inspired, like the spider suit was inspired by uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Like, if you go back and... Well, I'm the only one I think you're supposed to... I think you dropped your nerd it. too soon, Zach. <laughs> nerd! <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> 
Fuck you guys. It's awesome. Yeah, so there's two tiers, and I would say the second tier of those last three we mentioned are used to pretty much perfection. And I would agree with Ben mostly, except I wasn't... The, the action was fine. Uh, I wasn't super crazy about it. But I agree, the emotional... I think Miles's story is the the weakest thing for me. I was having more fun with just the zaniness of everything. What did you think but, about um, the, the animation? Excellent. Okay. It was really something. And they apparently also, the animation was done 12 frames per second, like stop motion, not 24 okay. frames per second. That's the problem. Giving it. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> giving that little bit different vibe. Yeah, it bothered uh, which Kyle. I noticed. He noticed it a lot and he like took him out of the movie. For you share your thoughts, Lauren, did you get to see the entire movie? Yes, I did. Luckily, I got there just okay, in time. Great. Good. <laughs> okay. Did you see the post credits thing? Yeah. That came okay. after the movie. John I was just didn't. late in the beginning. <laughs> no, we just we wanted to double check because John John missed it. So Yeah. She fell into a spider verse and missed the closing <laughs> credits. And Lauren, go. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think you guys are emotionally crippled because I definitely teared up on numerous occasions. Um <laughs> Yeah, I really enjoyed the animation. I thought the soundtrack was great, and I'm not really one for hip-hop at all. But it worked really... Like, it was a cohesive... Yeah. Unit. It just I mean, worked really yeah. well. And I would say the animation didn't bother me at all like it did for Kyle. I didn't notice his problems at all. But, like, watching the movie, I don't know if it was just me and my eyes. No, Kyle knows it too, and he's not using my eyes. Um, but, it like, I kept wondering if I was in a 3D showing and just didn't know it. Because it looks super blurry. Yeah, Ben and I saw it in 3D, and I, we're on opposite end. I mean, Ben thought it was, eh, okay. I actually thought it looked pretty incredible in 3D. I, I didn't think the 3D was necessary. Like, it didn't do anything for me. But, Lauren, what you're saying, I think, is cl- it was intentional. You weren't watching the wrong. Okay. <laughs> well, I assumed I wasn't actually, but it was just like, it kept, it just threw me off a bunch. Because I'd be like, you'd look at something in the background, and it would just look so blurry. And things that you'd think would be in focus weren't all the time. So Mm -hmm. it bothered me in that regard. But other than that, like, I really don't even ask me to rank the movies Spider Man wise, but this is definitely up there, I think. We all know Spider Man 3 is the best. John, (laughs) get the fuck out of here with that. (laughs) Spider Man 2. Personally, personally, I thought The Amazing Spider Man 2 was the best one of them all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, does Venom count? Where do we rank that within the Spider Man? Does that, no. Well, we can have a Spider-Man conversation at the end if you'd like. Yeah, John, into the Spider-Verse. Um, yeah, I think it's been interesting. Well, the comment that you made, Lauren, I think was really cool because there is someone I follow on Twitter who mentioned that they were actually originally really hesitant or not even interested in watching this movie. And then they said they finally caved and they're glad they did because it was so intentionally told from a black perspective or had a black kind of tone or aura to it. Um, and I, in a way that was receivable. I mean, all I said was hip hop. Excuse me. <laughs> accessible to all. Well, no, but in the sense that like that soundtrack adding to the attitude of the film and the feel of the film, it was done so perfect. And there's another video. Oh man. Like, when they recorded the soundtrack, like, they recorded it live and then 
put it on vinyl and then played the vinyl when they were like uploading it or whatever with like the scratches and everything. So it was almost like redubbed or remixed kind of, I don't know. So everything about this film, I think was done technically done really well, especially with the animation. Like you guys are saying this, I, I honestly hope this wins uh, best animated feature of the year because there's so many things happening with color. And like you said, Zach with uh, frame rates and that kind of thing that is designed down to the minute detail that just adds to the overall enjoyability of the film. That last action sequence is is just gorgeous. It's just so much fun to watch. And, it, so, and it kind of pulled from the graffiti. Like you could kind of see it in yeah. the angles and the action of that last fight. And it was and it was also very it took off or it took a lot from a comic book movie. Like this was truly like almost a comic book in movie form. Take that Scott Pilgrim. Which is I, <laughs> I Which is I was watching the new Rockstars video and apparently that's why at the beginning of the film it has that little approval stamp or whatever, which is I think a like an actual official federal like regulatory uh, approval by some comic board or whatever. But yeah, so everything about this movie was is so intentional and so well designed and the story complements that extremely well. I think uh, I'm not sure if I would rank it as my favorite Spider-Man film necessarily, but yeah, it's a really good one. And balancing emotional arcs of a bunch of different characters, like that's that's hard to do. And so to feel for Miles and Peter be at the same time and kind of be cheering for them both, like it was, especially since one is technically the mentor of the other, it was it was just. Re- a really extremely well done film overall that will probably not make my top five. <laughs> well, but you gave your top five, one of your top five films of all time, a nine out of 10, a couple of weeks or was that the last, last episode? I would say this is probably my favorite comic book movie of the year. I got black Panther ahead of it. I don't think I do. Venom possibly too. Ooh, still. I don't know. I put Deadpool two and uh, infinity war ahead of it. Nope. Not even close for me. <laughs> yeah. I w- neither one of those is in the conversation for me for best of them. Yeah. Ugh, real? Ugh. One of those is in my top five. <laughs> Do you remember our conversations on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we did discuss these. Yeah. Go look at those podcasts, eh? Okay. Well, let's. Um, does anybody have any non spoilery thoughts they want to throw in uh, there? I just really hope we get a Spider Gwen spinoff. I think we definitely will. But I. We can talk about more. I, th- I imagine they're trying to plan as many of these. Mo- they probably want to have one of these kind of movies come out every year if they could. Um, a la the Lego, the Le- how the Lego movies have. Just focused on a different Spider-Verse. Each yeah, time, just in of. a different kind of yeah. thing. Which I think would be really cool if, if Miles pops up every two or three years. They already set it up for future installments. Yeah. So I'd well, love they've, to they've see where set they up go. Two, yeah, they, yeah. They have, they've set up two sequels yeah. with the the last well, shot two sequels or it could just be one movie <laughs> yeah they could run into each other yeah. i guess potentially but with that it sounds like everybody would say go see it okay bye it's a christmas miracle and we all agree on this yeah no we've been agreeing a lot more it's not as much uh, not on the last anymore. movie though the last okay. couple <laughs> so spoilers sure spoilers 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 all the spoilers spoilers yeah <laughs> So, 
Ben and I and John right before Lauren got on. I I think it's not to the film's detriment, but I think my favorite biggest two laughs of the movie were like the first one they go for and the last one they go for. So the one the one I said was my favorite. Uh, the one the opening one Zach's talking about is his. When he does the, uh, the Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3, 3 reference. Three walk, uh, dancing. It was funny, but at the same time, it's just like a dead horse oh, being man. beaten. Zach, Zach kind of scared me because he was laughing so loud. Like, when the <laughs> happy, it just like turns like shit. I mean, I just feel like Deadpool does it enough that it kind of loses its funniness to me. What do you mean Deadpool just, does it? Yeah, enough. being self-referentially mocking. Mm. Yeah. Hey, I just realized I kind of have a story that's unrelated to the actual film, but the actual like film seeing experience. I love cutting these stories from the podcast. Go How ahead. about we finish what your <laughs> funny moments were first, though, before we forget? <laughs> yes. no, this, this is going to be funny, though, too. Yeah, we'll judge that. It wasn't. Okay, so back to the funny moments of Zach's from this movie. <laughs> the second favorite moment was the final after the credit sequence, for and for which is a, a giant reference to the Spider-Man pointing meme. And See, I think that's why dark. I have trouble with the the Spider-Man 3 reference, because it's like, they do this at the mm. end, I'm like, oh, that's so much better. <laughs> and it is made even better, because um, what's what Spider-Man 2099. is it, and Lauren? 2099. It's, it's, it's played by Oscar Isaac, which makes me very excited. Oh, that's for awesome. Him I didn't know that was him. It. Yeah. Didn't you say the other one was, like, Chris Pine? Chris Pine is the Peter Parker in my, that dies in Miles. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but also, so it was funny, because when the credits were rolling, I leaned over to Zach, it's like, dude, Alchemax, that's hinting towards Spider-Man 2099. And then the after credits, it's Spider-Man 2099. It's like, holy shit, I called it. Uh, I thought that was cool. Yeah, I wonder, I don't know who plays the Spider-Man 1967 spider Or maybe it's just the actual... 1967. It could be, it could be like, it's actual the actual scene. dialogue oh, from the actual yeah. cartoon. Yeah. Or it could just be Oscar Isaac twice. Speaking of people <laughs> yeah. playing people, we were talking about it last time, but I wasn't able to say who she was playing, but Catherine Hahn as Doc Ock made me smile. Oh, she was yes. so good. I, I enjoyed that, that twist and reveal. I did not, as someone who has, I don't read any of the comics. Well, I mean, it's not a twist because it's from a different universe than the main Marvel one, so. But I, I think it's a twist that she's Doc Ock. I mean, it's oh, just a turn because well, no, everything's different. It's, it's just like no, it's just like Spider Gwen being Spider Man or oh, Spider Woman. There's a there's a, mm-hmm. there's a female um, uh, Octavius. Like she's been in most of the Spider Verse stuff, and then it was just revealed it was her. I was like, oh, cool! I'm glad they did bring her into it. And Spider Verse, it makes sense. I really liked her. The design of her. Uh, arm. Yeah. yeah, they were cool. The, the, the suctional thing, it was yeah. like suctiony, and yeah, that was really cool. And she had some of the better lines as well. Uh, my favorite throwaway line was when all of a su- when all the people there, all the in lab coats, pick up laser guns <laughs> yeah. and start shooting at them. <laughs> and as they're running out, someone goes, "He got a bagel!" Oh yeah, that was my favorite part because then when he throws one at them, like a little thought bubble or whatever, you know, like the pow or whatever, it just yeah. it hits yeah. someone and it goes bagel. <laughs> I don't think I saw that. Now, as so as I mentioned, the the emotional beats didn't really do much for me. I will say one that actually like I had a lump in my throat was Stan Lee's like yeah. cameo. That hit me so goddamn hard. Just dealing with that loss and oh fuck. That I'll was... bite my tongue. Um, I wish. Yeah, you bite that. Tongue. We got more between. The, f- the movie felt like it needed more of Miles Morales' story if it wanted to yeah, get pay that off the yeah. emotions a little bit. And we, all- I feel like we also needed a scene with 
his uncle and his dad actually interacting to make that work a little bit more as well. I assumed his dad was going to bite the bullet because that's he dies very early in the comics. He is the uh, he's the Ben the Ben Parker uh, to Miles Morales. The spoilers for the comics. Um, <laughs> I I knew about his uncle. Like his uncle is Prowler. Like that's also in the comics. So I was just kind of waiting for that shoe to drop. I don't know if that impacted my um, my feelings with it at all, but it was just kind of like, okay, let's let's get that out there. The mom also felt very like barely there, which I thought was an interesting choice as well. As much as I yes. enjoyed yeah. Brian Tyree Henry's um, performance as Miles' yeah. dad, uh, his mom just seemed pretty absent. Well, when you have so many spider people to juggle. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, which is like I said, I thought they weren't overused at all, but. There was just maybe a little bit too much going on in the movie. See, I would have hurt taken overall, way more but, spider people. Yeah. It's like, I wish we had had more. <laughs> I, th- I, I think I heard, I read that there was supposed to be an Australian Spider-Man who was like a day ahead of time because of time zones or something. <laughs> and there was going to be a gag that he, di- he died when they caught, I don't know. It sounded really silly. I'm sure Chris Hemsworth would have played the role, though. It would have been pretty good. Um... Does anybody? I was. I'm hogging all the uh, comedy bits here. Well, um. Well, I also want. Yeah. So my favorite part was when he's trying to justify Miles, and he's going through like, look, he can do a bunch of cool stuff. He can turn invisible. You mean Peter B. On Parker? Command. Yeah. Yeah. And and Miles just like squeezes his was like, can't do like, it. he can't do it on command, <laughs> but he can shoot electricity out of his hands on command. He goes, he can't do it. I don't those, know. Those like, are a... canonically his powers, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Is that because like gonna tie into Electro or no. whatever? Um, it's no. just his his. So his Spider was actually a different one. It was Norman Osborn trying to create another Spider Man. So it was a slightly different bite. Mm-hmm. He can yeah. He can turn invisible. He can do the the stun. Uh, the the writer he has, has Spidey senses. He does, but it's much weaker. I liked how when they all noticed they were all another Spider-Man, they yeah. had a little moment. That, that kind was, of weirded that me out a little yeah. bit, though, because Spider like or Gwen was like, my spider sense led me to this place. Or whatever. It's like, I don't, that, that is felt, that how that yeah. works? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. And then the other one is um, Penny's should not have done that because she doesn't have one. The little girl, she does not have a spider Doesn't, sense. But just, she has a telepathic connection with her yeah. with spider, spider yes. dad. Yeah. So, so if the she, spider, if the spider dad, dad feels then. it, she can feel it. But it doesn't have a Wait, spider. Are you saying sense. spider dad? I thought it was just a spider. It Apparently, a spider. that's her dad who's a spider. No, her dad created. Her, yeah, her dad built the robot. The robot? Built the oh, robot. Okay. The robot has a connection to the spider, which is kind of like the co pilot along the I like to think mm. of it as the little alien in Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> the way they introduced, they told everybody's story was also expertly done. And, yes. um, like, the little montages everybody got, and then. Um, uh, yeah, I thought that was excellent did as you, well. Did you guys catch them when they mentioned I was bitten by a radioactive spider? Uh, Porker said I was bitten by, by a radioactive pig. Yeah. Because he was at, yeah, he was actually a spider bitten by a pig, which just makes it that much better. John Mulaney killed that role. He I did. don't know. He just <laughs> he did it with such like lightheartedness and he fucking gives Miles the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's he's the perfect voice for a Looney Tune character too, right? Like. It's just so, like, musical and has such alternating pitches. It's, ah. But I I gotta say, one of my favorite things was Spider-Man Noir. Just his kind of 
it was like a quick shot, but it was him with the Rubik's cube. Is that this is blue? No, it's red. No. Yeah, are we not going to talk about how it's Nicolas Cage? That too, but I just (laughs) I do love that it's the the color. Like he has no concept of color. Yeah, because it's from that dark. Yeah, that was a real great moment for someone who's definitely had that moment. (laughs) Hit a little too close to home. When we were talking about emotional beats, that was one of them. (laughs) He's like, "Is this blue? Is this blue?" I also think uh, Leah Schreiber is low-key pretty great as Kingpin. Um, yeah. I almost connected to him more than I did any of the other characters, I think. <laughs> I wouldn't go I couldn't far. get over his Spongebob proportions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did really... Yeah, the, his head was very interesting. He also seemed way overpowered. Um, is that normal for him to be that strong? Oh, yeah, Kingpin can throw Spider-Man He varies, around, yeah. but yeah. Okay. We also need to talk about Jake Johnson, who I... I think is my favorite part of the movie potentially as Peter B. Parker, especially just his intro, the first, you know, 10 or 15 minutes where him and Miles, you're kind of getting the down low on both of their stories Mm -hmm. and their relationship and just how sad he is. But I also feel like we were missing out on some Mary Jane as well. She felt like she needed to be more about the, I mean, I don't know. She wasn't connected Uh, though. Yeah, I know. But it just, again, it felt like something a little bit missing there but this is also isn't peter's story yeah. so mary jane i really appreciated really the relationship though I, I guess in ways it kind of took away from like the father relationship that he has with his actual dad mm-hmm. but i just like yeah. when uh john was talking about how he was like well he has this power but he can't do it now i did i liked when he went to his room afterwards though and he you could tell that he was really rooting for him to be able to help them but it just mm-hmm. wasn't working out and so that's that was another one of those emotional beats that got to me just because like, when he left the his um, dorm room, he was just so dejected. He was like, oh, this is mm-hmm. so sad. It's like, he was really cheering him on. But no. I think it was, I mean, it was interesting take two to make this, the canon, like, the Peter Parker that we're all used to from our universe, I guess. It was it Earth 616? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then to show him at a different time when, no, stuff is really falling apart. Like, I guess we got a little bit of that in the third one or the sec- the third one, I think. Uh, the third Sam Raimi one. But No, the second just, one fa- has a pretty uh, egregious Mary Jane falls out of love with Peter because he doesn't oh, go is to... Oh, that, yeah. that's... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the, one. the one where she makes um, her other boyfriend kiss her upside down and... <laughs> <laughs> Like, I think uh, it was it was a new take on the character, or maybe not a new take, but a new side that we're not used to seeing in the Spider-Man media. And it just, and Jake Johnson is, I mean, he's great at playing that role. His role as Nick on New Girl is almost so closely aligned to what Peter B. Parker is. I never but, thought of Nick while watching this yeah, movie. Yeah, me neither. Just putting that out there, yeah. He, I, I don't know. I mean, it's really hard for me to separate Jake Johnson from... And I've, I've been, New Girl is something I've been watching a lot to fall asleep to lately. And I I just, how's your wife feel about that? Considering how you feel about uh, Zoe Deschanel. Oh, she's fine. She's sleeping usually. (laughs) She doesn't know about it. I do it. Like I just turn, I turn my side (laughs) a little way, put my headphones on. So she can't, I like shadow it. She can't see it. It's all good. (laughs) But yeah, I, I, I'm just, I, it's fine for you to feel that way. I'm just saying, as someone who has a pretty good recency bias on it, I wasn't 
I wasn't picking that up. I think he does a pretty good job of creating a separate performance here. Oh, no, for sure. I think it's still, it very much feels like Peter B. Parker. It was just, I think Jake Johnson fills that role out really well. Because he's fat. Because he's got experience. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, so, yeah, it was... What the yeah. fuck was going on with um, Aunt May? What about her? I loved her. She was kind of like the... But I mean, why, why was Albert. she so, like... Knows Alfred, everything. Albert, powerful. Per, I don't like. I don't. That she just came out of nowhere and was a... totally against what the character is usually portrayed as. It really just caught me off guard that she well, was like. Yeah, it's, I it's prefer her not to but be. But it weak. is. It was our universe, wasn't she? No, it's not. No, it's Miles Morales is, I mean, is not our universe. Oh okay. Well, J- Peter B. Parker, Jake Johnson's our. I don't universe. think he was either. <laughs> I assumed our universe it wasn't says, part well, of this. <laughs> Well, it yeah, our universe doesn't have a Spider-Man in it. You know okay, what well, we mean, okay. the main Earth. <laughs> Who's being a dick now? Um, <laughs> um when he swang, uh, swang, swang, <laughs> when he swung through when he was explaining his origin story or whatever, as opposed to saying like code soda coke or whatever soda coca, it said Coca-Cola. It said Coca Soda. Had the Oh, did it say Coca yeah. Soda? I thought it said Coca Cola. Wait, someone check. Someone yeah, because he doesn't believe my word on it. I trust. Lauren. Yeah, I really hope I'm not wrong. So now. no one's got any. Everybody just rolled with <laughs> no. the Aunt May thing. That didn't like. No, any, I, I mean guess. she's no. she's. Well, think about Spider Man too. Remember she took her. Uh, she took the umbrella. I try not to. God damn it, Zach! She took the umbrella and bashed uh, Doc Ock upside the head. The woman who plays. Aunt May in the Spider-Man Raimi movies is so terrible. Get the fuck out of here. Is she terrible, or is it the role that's terrible? The role's not doing her Or is it just favors. the entire movie? Like... The, 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 the second... I, I, I've co- I rewatched them. Uh, are we gonna just... Uh, wait, before we get... This is gonna evolve into just the greater Spider-Man conversation. Does anybody else want to chime in anything else on this movie? Uh... I'd probably, I mean, just that I'd put it probably in my top 15 movies this year. Oh, really? Yep. Well, I was going back and double-check, and again, trailers have been known to, like, switch things up. Um, but I, I'm... Are you the still on the Coca-Soda? The second trailer... Yeah, it says Coca-Cola. It says Coca-Soda. Yeah, just product just look up Coca-Soda. It's there. For, for, our, for Peter B. Parker, or Peter Parker? Oh my god, just... <sighs> It doesn't no matter. matter. This doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Sorry. Um, okay. I forgot what we were even going to talk about with the I Spider-Man movies. Funny, funny moments. I think. No, we were talking about the. We were. I was talking. Someone was trying to get me to talk about the Raimi movies. I just wanted um, to say for, that you thought Aunt May, the actress playing Aunt May, was bad. Wait till oh, you yeah. see Toby or, or not. To- Why do I? Yeah, Toby McGuire. I always want to call him Topher Grace. Which, <laughs> He's in those two. But, but um, also, when does he see Topher Grace? Yeah. <laughs> uh, for the record, I do rank Spider-Man 2 the best of those three movies now. With Spider-Man 2? Yeah. The best of the three Raimi? Raimi movies. Okay. That makes me much happier. What? They range from D- minus to D+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're still wrong. That's fine. Opinions aren't wrong. They're opinions. No, this opinion's wrong. It's just wrong. 
let's talk rankings then. So, John, were you being facetious when you said Amazing Spider-Man 2 was your favorite, or no? Yeah, I was being completely facetious. He just really likes to watch women break their backs. I know. <laughs> oh, God, no. Um, <laughs> that, okay, here's what I'll say. That was actually, the way they did that moment, actually, I think, even though we all knew it was coming, it was... It hurt. It was startling. Yeah. It, it, well, yeah, it hurt. Like it's, Also, because Emma Stone's I did, so I did not blood. know that was coming, FYI, because I don't read comic books. And that would that hurt as the, emotionally. The Emma Stone Andrew Garfield relationship is the best thing in any of the Spider Man movies we've gotten. I'm gonna throw that out there. Hard disagree. Relationship wise. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. It makes both of those yeah. movies Yeah. And I think the action's pretty great in both of those movies too. I'd say um the Spider Man game from this year has better action than a lot of the Spider-Man yeah. movies. Interesting take. I would also I like agree. It. I would also agree with that. I would like also... the action that you make, or like, do they have some like quick button stuff? Uh, the final fight and another fight where you fight two bosses at once. Were, yeah. Those were great. Yeah. And I feel like those, I'm just talking about that combat, and that was probably better than the combat in this movie. Hmm. <laughs> Wait, in this movie, in or I thought you movie. said the Amazing Spider-Man? In yeah. this movie, okay, interesting. Even compared to that last sequence, yeah, I don't even know what happened in the last sequence. I didn't, I didn't With think that last collider. sequence was that great. I just, it was so colorful and energetic, and it, it really. I thought the best sequence in this movie was the getaway. the The everything with them stealing the computer was the high point of the movie for I, me. I would I say the the fight in Aunt May's house. The all I could the, think the about was the damage they the... were doing. Like she's not still living in that house after all that is she <laughs> she's probably living down in the bunker. <laughs> Poor Aunt May, she doesn't have that much insurance. I appreciate Ben, I appreciate what they were going for and like doing this big spider fight in a s- smaller confined space but i did find myself getting a tidbit lost in the action being a little bit um it was, yeah there's like 10 people yeah. in a living room yeah i know that's what i'm saying <laughs> i thought it was terrific but you know yeah so, so i would say though uh as lauren pointed out with the game i would also argue that the most the most emotionally poignant moment in any spider-man thing i've done is is probably their scene or played is in um the insomniac game yeah that was a really lauren, good I, I assume <laughs> but lauren i assume you know which moment i'm talking about like yeah it, it's cut um so well done that said i still really enjoyed this movie <laughs> yeah yeah. It's, yeah amazing movie just right. like the spider-man have- <laughs> which is your favorite version of spider-man you got this year since you two can speak to that. Uh, Infinity War Spider-Man? The game Spider-Man? Or... I don't count Infinity Spider-Man War. From this that doesn't movie. count. It's just a mishmash. Um, like, can I count from uh, Homecoming? Because that's... No. That's it. No, so it just has to be his performance in N- no. Infinity yeah, War. I mean, I think they're comp- pretty comparable. No? Uh, I would say... No. Well, I mean... But like Lawrence saying... Homecoming like, is way better than Infinity War. You only get a the movie, but Spider-Man's the same what? guy. All we get is... T- t- no, don't make me think about that movie. In Infinity War, <laughs> we don't get much of him. 
like as opposed to the whole movie is about him. So I, have but, you ever seen this old movie called Aliens? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Warren's not picking Infinity War. It doesn't sound like Ben's picking Infinity War either. I don't know. Like, um, so it sounds like the game might be winning for both of you. Well, I don't. I really yeah. like Miles Morales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I feel he like did, we didn't get enough of him. I in thought that movie. he did great. I loved that section where he was like walking around on the building, just all the stuff where he's like, yeah. "I'm going through puberty." Like, I I really yeah. loved his origin <laughs> arc. It was great. I liked the I liked scene where they were too, walking but... up the. Yeah, that was also great. Like they didn't make a big deal about it, but they're like walking up the side of buildings and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that was. That <laughs> what are you doing? I'm making you feel bad, or whatever the line was. <laughs> <laughs> I still think the best Spider-Man, yeah, we got this year was Insomniacs uh, in the game. He See, was... I don't know, just because they're so different. Is the is is the game yeah. gonna be a part of the Spider Verse? Um, his like suit was thing? in there, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and in the Spider Verse, the second Spider Verse comic, the Spider Geddon, uh, the PS4 Spider-Man is in it. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. He and I think he's getting his own comic book. Uh, shortly. Yeah, I could see that. Fill in time between games. I need Tom Hardy's Venom in the Spider-Verse as soon as possible. They need to animate him like they do Kingpin. Just like giant broad shoulders. <laughs> I guess they could metal. go over to uh, <laughs> Central Park for him to get some trees to run through. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I am going to watch that movie, guys. So if I change my tune, you can call me out on it. But <laughs> That's fine. It's, um, it's got some fun stuff in it. Certainly does. Tom Hardy does the voice of Venom yeah, too, right? Yeah, he's both characters. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I, I do think that's impressive because he, he also plays that with so much lightheartedness and so much. I don't know. It seems like it just seems like he's having fun with that. I thought you just started right? the movie. <laughs> well, from the from the stuff that we've seen so far in like I've seen the, the whole trailers movie or whatever, right? He's probably been watching it the whole time we've been recording. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been my. I Galaxy think Venom would just just now be be showing up if he was watching the movie. Venom takes like 35 40 minutes to get in the movie. Yeah, no, it takes it probably takes longer than that. It probably takes close to like <laughs> half. I was just impressed with how soon the symbiote actually showed up. I was like, "Oh, I guess they're showing it right away." They still should have made life a prequel to Venom. <laughs> like there's no there's no reason. They totally work. It still works, Venom. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, you can't do that because any world without a certain person is not a world I want to be in. Oh, yeah. Any last thoughts on Into the Spider-Verse? I still, it was in the trailer, but I still love the part where the dad gets on his loudspeakers just like, say you love me back. (laughs) Dad, are you serious? Yeah, that stuff was so good yeah. in the beginning, too. I mean, it sucked that we kind of yeah, lost I th- that. Yeah, I was kind of bummed that it wasn't. Like, yet. assuming we get a sequel, maybe we'll get more of it. Who knows? Well, Ben thinks he's going to die in the beginning of the next movie. So. I didn't well, no, because his I, uncle I, got to be the origin story. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured so. he would have been dead by the end of this movie, so he might be safe. Please? Sure. Yeah, this isn't... He's not in the Disney world. He's in Sony's world. Yeah. <laughs> Parents get to live there. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So our next episode should be our 2018 Time Capsule episode. I still haven't figured out what the hell I'm going to pick. I don't know what that says about this year, but um, 
like it was a no-brainer for me last year. Um, but, maybe um, Taylor Swift's uh, New Year's. Oh yeah, New Year's concert. Eve special. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wait, the... are we sure John's not unsubscribed? Yeah, are we sure John's not already going to use that? We should probably check with him first. Um, John, the... don't be angry. Just Zach, like so what? many people like her. <laughs> Zach, who did you choose? What did you choose last year? Zelda. That's right. Oh, that's right. Then... I chose Atomic Blonde. I think I chose Horizon Zero. No. Maybe. Yes. Or did I choose Billboards? I might have chosen Billboards. Horizon. Okay. And no one cares what John picked. N- yeah, exactly. <laughs> nope. So what did no? Balls. Did you pick music? Uh, did you pick? What did you pick? Was it balls? I'm offended. That game. I'm that offended. He was playing Lord. a bunch of. Did you pick Julian Baker? Is that it? Yeah. Okay. That was my oh, assumption, okay. but then it felt like it was too on the nose. <laughs> Better than being so two on the our balls. Our next episode will be ah. a flashback episode. Or no, fuck. Our next episode should be our time capsule. So, you know, it's a year flashback episode. A, a uh, flashback to start the new year with the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. If you would like to watch that Terry Gilliam movie with your family over the holidays. Um, Speaking of Andrew Garfield... Oh yeah, he's in that. Is that the one with uh, Dustin Hoffman? No, it's Heath is Ledger's he last I think movie. He's in is it? he in it? But isn't Dustin Hoffman? He Dustin Hoffman might be a part of the circus. What, what's the one? What's the one where Dustin Hoffman owns like a toy store or whatever? No, that's not. Oh, this that's one. the Imaginarium of. Um, it has. Mr. Magorium's Wonder Emporium, Wonder Emporium yeah, and Natalie Portman's in it. With our short post V for Vendetta hair. So what, what's, what's the difference movie. between an Imaginarium and an Emporium? One's a store, one's a show, and one's directed by Terry Gilliam. And one's good. <laughs> so watch the, that movie, and then... Uh, the Emporium, not the... We'll get a, no, the Imaginarium. Fuck, I'm getting confused. Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. And, uh, yeah... And then some other episodes will have hopefully dropped before the end of the year before this one. So, um, yeah. Until then, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find me at Zach Oldenburg. And you can find us at middleofrow.com. You can also rate, review, all that fun stuff, our podcast, wherever you get it from. Maybe more people will listen. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can follow me on Twitter and at Letterbox at the Grigsby Bear. And you can follow all of us for more written content, such as my top five games of 2018 on Facebook at Middle of the Row. Uh, I'm Jonathan Rahul. This is your yearly reminder to floss. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Can, at is that Rahul something J. we can bury in the time capsule, flossing? I'm talking about the dance. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, hey guys, let's just throw teeth healthcare to the wind. Yeah, who needs Not those? Important. Solid foods. <laughs> <laughs> um, another Rahul J. You can also follow us on Twitter when you'll get updates on when we post written content or podcast episodes. And that's on Twitter at Middle of Row. Hashtag no And I am Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the room. Why did I agree? 
to do this stupid song. I have a degree in chemical engineering. I thought it would be fun to show this side of me, but now I fear it lacks artistic integrity. Oh. Spidey bells, spidey bells. Is this who I've become? Selling out my good name for an impulse buy album. Oh, spidey bells.